Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Red Sox Review, and it starts right now. Here's your host, Cooper Boardman, on WEEI. Here's the pitch. Swing and a drive to left field, high and deep toward the pole. It is a home run. It hit the pole. The Red Sox walk it off on a grand slam by Pablo Reyes. Can you believe it? His first home run as a member of the Red Sox. And the Red Sox win it 6-2, a walk-off grand slam. A high line drive that was hooking, but it clanked off the pesky pole. And the Red Sox have their first walk-off victory since May the 1st in a much-needed game against the Kansas City Royals who were stunned. Yeah, there's big, and then there's, you know, can you believe it, big. (laughs) And we got it tonight. Off the bat of Pablo Reyes, we are live back at Fenway Park tonight. The Red Sox, 6-2 winners over the Kansas City Royals. Cooper Boardman here with you. We take you up over the next 30-plus minutes tonight here at Fenway, and uh, we'll do it all. We will, uh, of course, talk to you, 617-7797-937, text line at 37937 as well, and uh, we'll, we'll get to all of it here tonight. We're going to hear from Alex Cora. Uh, we're going to just kind of get into what this night was, what it might mean, what this team needed, what they did, what Pablo Reyes said after the game, uh, all of the emotions of this night, and, and, and man, you know, and again, we're about to hear from Alex Cora. We're gonna we're gonna get to the manager in just a quick second here. You know, uh, the backdrop of tonight, and you know it, is is the weekend and and what the Blue Jays you know did here over the last three nights and, and what this team and this game and this ballpark felt like. I mean, you know, just over you know thirty hours ago, basically. Uh, here at Fenway, and, and and it was Toronto who came in and, and, and stomped their way through over the course of three days, played better baseball in every facet. And really the question tonight to me on a Monday was kind of which road was this really truly going to go down? Five games out, do you walk in beyond five games out, coming into a playoff spot tomorrow? Is it four? Is it five? Or is it six? And to me, there's a big line between five and six. Maybe it doesn't feel that way to you, but it certainly does for me. But tonight, the Red Sox really got, you know, they got their young star. They got the pitching that they needed. And 
you know, this was a team when you watched them over three days, not that it didn't look like that they didn't care or anything like that. It just seemed like there was just there needed to, to be some kind of TNT, some kind of lighter fluid thrown on something from an emotional perspective just to drive. And maybe it's trade deadline blues. Maybe it's, you know, uh, July. It's the normal rigors of the baseball season into August now. Whatever you think it might be, it seemed like this team needed nothing. needed something, that is. And tonight... Pablo Reyes gave it to him, man. I mean, it's not just the home run, and we'll talk about this home run. We'll freeze frame the home run and enjoy it, uh, you know, for for days to come here because maybe it means something, you know, even beyond the context of tonight. But he got this night started. The Red Sox aren't in this game. Third inning, he singles. He steals second. The ball goes into center field. He takes third. A strikeout, a walk, and a flyout later. You're up one nothing. You know, you go to the uh, fifth inning, a couple innings later. Reyes comes up, double. Connor Wong doubles next. You're up 2 nothing. That's 2-2. And then, obviously, the next time the Red Sox scored was the swing that took it off the pole in left and took Pablo Reyes to start him here tonight. A 6-2 win over the Kansas City Royals. Okay, uh, we've got Alex Cora uh, standing by, just spoke, so I want to get to that. Then we'll get to your calls. We'll talk about it. We'll get into everything uh, that we need to over the course of the next 30 minutes. But um, Alex Cora talking after the victory tonight, 6-2 on the Reyes walk-off, the manager of the Boston Red Sox uh, right now. What a game. I mean, that, that kid was really, really good. Wow. Like... You know, we, we talk about trading deadline and what teams do and they don't do, whatever. But, you know, to get an armor like that to their program where they at, that's A+. Plus. That's, you know, I, we've seen a lot of good pitching the whole season. And the ability, ability to throw 98, 99 with a good changeup, cutter, stuff-wise, one of the best that we've seen. In terms of... What is, how would you describe what Pablo is? <laughs> he, he's a good kid, and there's a reason he's here, right? Um, we like his versatility. We like his at-bats against lefties. You saw it yesterday, controlling the zone against you know, righties. So uh, he, He's a good player. He, he is a really good player and a good kid. And uh, you know, He put a good at-bat in the first one, still second, gets to third. We score a run. He drove that ball to right field. Uh, you know, scores again, and you know, um, the game awareness too. You know, bases loaded, and he saw the third baseman playing way, way back, and he squared a bunt because he saw that guy over there. And then, you know, he was ready for the fastball and put a great swing. And uh, they played great up the middle, turned a few double plays. Um, you know, it, it was a, it was a great game for Pablo. I'm, I'm very proud of him. It's a tough job, you know. I'm not an umpire, so, you know, uh, I'd leave it at that. But, uh, you know, it's a tough job. Good stuff. I mean, uh, kind of like grinded through it early. You know, I asked him what's going on, you know. Like, it seems like, I don't want to say not into it, but energy-wise, he, he was slow uh, early on. Rafi had the perfect excuse. He said that he had a, a big plate of rice and beans before the game. That's what Rafi said. But uh, little by little, he gained energy, got, got moving in, inside, and uh, did a good job. Um, you, know, you can see lefties getting out there with the changeup, making adjustments, but that's part of the process, right? That's, that's what the big leagues are. You know, teams are going to make adjustments. They got a bunch of lefties, and you saw them hanging in there with him. Um, he didn't get frustrated. He, he went to the fastball. 
you know, the last one, it was up, but he cut. So the guy got, got to it. But uh, overall, what we needed, you know, uh, 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 a deep out and a good one, and he gave us a chance to win. Obviously, they're a little rusted, but I mean, having Mark and Kennedy come in. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean the, the, the strike throwing ability with good stuff. Uh, we, we always talk about throwing strikes, but you gotta, you got you to gotta be really good at doing that. And, you know, Kennedy with one-and-a-half pitch, right? He uses the cutter, and he throws a slider here and there. But <clears throat> Chris is – that's impressive. You know, it seems like – Every outing is 12 pitches, 13 pitches, and but uh, the the ability to hit the spots, and you don't see that at this level. Like back in the day, you know, you put the mid and they used to hit it. Now it's more about stuff, you know, just throw it over the middle of the plate and see and let it play. And with him, it's the opposite. You know, he hits his spots, he uses all his pitches, and that's why he's one of the best in the big leagues. And I think that really helped us. Uh, this year, having him, having those two in the back end, and then everything else uh, falls into place. With, with the one swing from Pablo, you've got more runs that you had in eight of the last 10 games. Yeah. How much have you guys been starting for that game? <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it was a big one. You know, let's see where it takes us, right? But uh, sometimes games like that kind of like get you going, and we needed to get going. Even, even here today was kind of like, ah. You know, until the end. Uh, but uh, yeah. we, we had a tough weekend. <clears throat> We're coming from a tough week, and this is a, a great way to start the week. Well said at the end there from Alex Cora. Tonight, Red Sox win 6-2 over the Kansas City Royals. Pablo Reyes walk off uh, the grand slam. And uh, what what a night, man. Like, uh, And I'm, I'm sitting here looking at it, uh, what is now an empty Fenway Park, and just thinking about how the bones were shaking uh, really, just mere you know, 30, 40 minutes ago on a swing that the Red Sox were in desperate need of after what happened over the weekend. Whether you, you know, were were uh, you know concerned in a gigantic way or not, certainly from a standings perspective, it wasn't where you wanted to be. And and a, a night tonight where you start a trek against teams that are not very good over the next 10 days, including tonight. You felt like you not there's nothing a half to on August 7th but you're you're darn close to you know to feeling that way you almost had to have it and and of course they get it tonight. Uh, okay. Red Sox review live here on WEI and beyond Cooper Boardman here, Joe Braverman back inside our flagship studios. Uh, the lines are buzzing. So so let's get through get get to these here 617-779-937 text line as well if you're into that uh, 37937. Um, I'm just going to go one by one here. I want to hear from you want to revel in the moment or whatever you're feeling um all right we'll, we'll kick it off uh, start from the top uh ken is on the cape ken you are on the air kicking us off tonight on red sox review welcome hey Cooper, how are you i'm pretty good how are you ken i'm out i'm here in the cape and i just want to say that pablo he's underrated underrated look what he did today for the team Wow. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, Ken, appreciate your call, and uh, we know you're listening. And, uh, you know, I, I think I, we've heard this a lot, uh, really, uh, truly. Like, when you look at what the Red Sox have gotten from some of these guys that have kind of been, like, picked up or, or you know, I, I don't want to say scrappy because that's not really fair. It's just, you know, that, but that's kind of the label that you would attach to it, right? You know, guys that are not uh, consistent, 
um, you know, maybe have not seen consistent playing time elsewhere, or you know, they feel like they could unlock something in him. And you just look at raw numbers. Like Pablo Reyes is a guy that like you just look at what he's done. 312, 357, 416 in a slug. He hits for some pop. We saw the home run tonight. Um, you know, he has extra base power. He plays very good second base. One of the biggest plays of the night really wasn't just uh, on Pablo in terms of his double play or in terms of his home run and his double tonight. It was about his double play that he turned with, with uh, up the middle with Chang. I mean, you know, that spin at the bag and that throw and you know you don't need me to tell you about the steadiness or lack thereof of up the middle defense for the Red Sox this year you know he brings a lot this and and Joe and, and Will were just talking about this about you know what this is going to look like and and how interesting of a, a series of roster decisions are to come in the next 24 hours not even with Trevor Story coming back but certainly an announcement tonight all right let's keep the calls rolling 617-7797-937 uh Liam Liam is in Portsmouth uh Liam you are on the air welcome to Red Sox review Thank you. Yeah, you know, while we you know want to live in the moment of what's going on tonight, I think we do have to talk about Cora pulling Bayo with two outs. Uh, you know, 99 pitches, I get it, he let up a hit, but he could have closed out that inning, especially with a tired bullpen. Guys needed rest. We keep throwing out Winkowski. We need to save him for more important points in the season. Well, I would say this, and I got a few thoughts on that. And, uh, Liam, I appreciate the call. I, I think I actually don't agree with you, and here's my point. Uh, first of all, on the just the last thing you said there on the more important points, th- like we're here. Th- there is no more important points. Every night at this point, when you walk into a game, you know, five games out of a postseason spot, firmly in the thick of it, in the conversation, all this. But if you walk into a game five games out, and you feel like these are life or death games right now. So there's no saving Josh Winkowski for more important games down the stretch. And by the way, you know, I, I've seen this a little bit on Twitter, and I'm just an aside, and I'll get back to, to Liam's point there about Bayo in particular in a quick second, just about, you know, some of the fatigue for Winkowski, or maybe he's lost something or whatever. I mean, he was a starter. He's thrown, you know, he's thrown twice as many innings in a season in the last couple of years uh, than he's thrown already this season. So I just, I have difficulty believing that is it. Certainly higher leverage innings, but just to that point. Um, I, you go to Winkowski there, and maybe there are some that don't believe that Winkowski, you know, maybe that's the guy that you go to. I mean, you're talking about a guy that 82% of the time when he's on base, when, when he comes in or is on the mound and there are guys on base, 82% of the time those guys do not score. That is a top five or top seven mark coming in uh, in baseball. You know that is better than Shane McClanahan. That is better than Garrett Cole. That is uh, the, as elite as it gets from a reliever's perspective. So I understand that. The last part of that, and again, I'm I'm just rolling quick here. We got a lot of calls and not a lot of time to do this here. Um, you know, Liam. It, my my thing is this. You know, first of all, Brian Bayo coming into the night, and he gets two outs in the seventh inning. Brian Bayo and Alex Spear had this tweet out there, and it, it it's obviously true. <laughs> Is he had he had not gotten an out in the seventh inning since the All Star break coming into tonight. Brian Bayo had not gotten a seventh inning out since the All Star break, and they're trying to protect him in some ways. And I recognize what I just said about these are the most important moments, but there is a balance there. And you trust the man that you're going to. It didn't work out tonight. Josh Winkowski gives up the doubles, and and you're talking about a completely different game. 
But at 99 pitches at six and two-thirds with the trust and the numbers that I just said about Winkowski's ability to strand guys on base, you got a ground ball guy coming up, you're sitting at 99 in a moment where, you know, Winkowski did not pitch on Sunday. You knew you had Martin and uh, and Jansen lined up at the back end. Schreiber was available tonight. He didn't pitch on Sunday as well. He actually set up real nice. And so, uh, you know, there are days, and I, Liam, I, I agree with you that there are nights where, you know, if you're sitting there and all of a sudden, um, you know, maybe uh, it's, a, it's an inning later or you had used Schreiber and or Winkowski on Sunday, and now all of a sudden you're talking about what? Murphy, Bernardino, uh, Robertson, Yovera, like all of these guys having pitched two, three days in a row, and you feel like you desperately need that last out, that's one thing. But I think tonight, you know, Josh Winkowski gave you a better chance on paper to get you that last out of the inning. It just didn't work out that way. And obviously, we can play the hindsight game all you want. You can say I'm wrong because of what happened, and, and, and shoot, I might be. But I, I just, I, I think in that moment, it made a little bit too much sense to, sense to go to Winkowski. And the other part of it, too, is theoretically there. And, and Winkowski, despite the, the struggles that he ends up with, um, you know, giving up the hits that he did in this game over a third in the inning, just through 13 pitches. And the hope was he was going to throw less than that, obviously, and he just happened to be struggling tonight, not really locating the sinker where uh, we consistently are used to seeing him put it. But he only threw 13 pitches. It's not like he, he, you know, it's not like they brought him back out there for the eighth. And I think that was intentional. And so that's that's the calculus there. I think uh, for Alex Cora in, in that moment. But I understand what you're saying. You know, uh, everybody wants you know your your star to go more. Um, but you know, it it didn't seem worth it to me tonight. Honestly, just based on that calculus. Uh, okay, Red Sox win 6-2 over the Royals. Uh, this is Red Sox Review Live here on WEEI. I see the calls. We just got to hit a break here. We'll come back. We'll talk to you. We'll talk about this game. We'll talk about everything you want to talk about. Um, calls, texts, Pablo, uh, and then want to dive into a couple of the, the kind of big takeaways in the macro about what's going on in the season at this point here uh, on Monday, August the 7th here at Fenway Park. Okay, quick break. Come on back. We'll talk to you in a moment. It's Red Sox Review right here on WEEI. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Pablo. A night for Pablo Reyes. A grand slam. And a win for the Red Sox tonight. Live at Fenway Park. Cooper Boardman here. It is Red Sox Review. Joe Braverman back inside our flagship studios. We're talking about Pablo. Well, we're talking about everything here. Uh, tonight, 617-7797-937. Text line open as well uh, at 37937. You heard it earlier, the walk-off home run, a grand slam off the pole in left from today's Nissan's Red Sox postgame show, blockbuster event of the summer. Is it another action movie? It's the Nissan Thrill the Drive sales event starring the action-packed Nissan lineup. 
Better hurry. These offers won't get a sequel. Uh, all right. We got we got calls. This is a night to talk, no doubt. 617-7797-937. on the text line, too. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But I see the calls, and uh, I want to hop to them. Um, all right. Well, again, one by one here, and we're going to go to Westfield. We got Paul in Westfield. Paul, you are on the air uh, here on Red Sox Review. Welcome. Welcome. Let me spruce up. The last two calls. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here's the Scoopa live with Koopa. What frustrates fans with the Red Sox is, well, for example, last night, what was it, 13 to 1? We have the no relief, destructive relief pitching, hit a man, walk a man, load him up, home run, and the self dusting defense. Oops, airdrop, missed the ball, run into each other. The Bad News Bears, we grew up watching it. How does it happen? Well, they're tired because they're out there kicking the crud out of the really good teams. Now we're going into a stretch where we have to win against the bad teams, which we noticed this year, the enigma quirk of the Bermuda Triangle quirk is we do terrible against the crud teams and wipe the good ones. This doesn't make any sense. However, this is what we have to hold on to. It's a hell of a roller coaster ride this year, and you bring up a good point tonight about the home run with Devers and what Pablo can do. And the other day I heard the opposition saying, yeah, which team is going to show up? The team that comes out with the kitchen that mows us down, and then they said, we have a guy that can take a ball that's high and inside and hit a home run to the opposite field, which I have no idea what the hell that means. I assume he's taking it from the hardest spot and hitting to the furthest. I assume that's Devers. So if we show up and we're handling the lector and Judge Judy pitching, it's on because we can still get in this because we're not that bad. Actually, we're yeah. really good against the really good teams. I think so too, and I I, I love hearing from from uh, Edgar Allan Paul in Westfield. He's got a little little something of everything, and I I think you know to to that point about you know the good teams and the bad teams, and and you know you don't need to, me to tell you what the Red Sox, for example, have done against the National League Central this year, and you know some of the struggles that they've had against teams that they should be beating. You know, uh, the the truth about it is I just, I have trouble, like when I look at around the wild card standings, and maybe I'm just talking myself into idiotic circles, and if that's the case, I apologize to you, and you can call me on September 30th, and we can have this conversation again. But I, I, I just look at the teams around them, and, and for example, you know, the Yankees right behind them. The Yankees 10 seconds ago lost to the White Sox. They have not beaten good teams this year. You know, the Angels this year at 56 and 57, they are the team right beyond the Yankees behind the Red Sox. Uh, they have not beaten good teams this year. The Blue Jays, up until the three games that they played against the Red Sox over the course of this weekend, have been one of the worst teams in baseball against their own division this season. The Mariners are playing much better baseball right now. But when I the, the summation of all of that is when you look at a lot of these teams in this race right now, the conversations we're having with plenty of time to go, the Red Sox have, I would argue, played as well as anybody else, if not better, than all of those teams against the good teams. Now, they judge you on all 162 at the end of the day, and you have to beat the teams that are not very good, as we saw tonight and what the Red Sox, in a night where they were not maybe their best, certainly from an offensive perspective. They had four hits going into the ninth inning, and, uh, and, and Josh Winkowski struggled in all of those things. Uh, on a night like tonight... You took care of business, and, and you know we, we remarked on it. I think at the beginning of the Nissan postgame show, trying to imagine what it's like to be the Royals, and I would just imagine I've only seen it from afar 
but I, I have also seen their record up close now at 36 and 78. They are a team that has played a lot of games like this, you know, and, and at a certain point that doesn't become, that's not an accident. You don't accidentally lose 78 games, even if a lot of them are one run games or two run games or in it uh, in the bottom of the ninth inning as they were tonight. And it, the same is true on the other side. The Red Sox don't accidentally beat good teams. They are a team that is good enough to contend with those teams. And I would vet, I would wager that if you were playing a three-game series against them tomorrow in the postseason, it would not be a cupcake for any team in baseball. And that includes the Rays and the Astros and the Rangers and, and certainly the Braves. I mean, they know what it was like to play the Red Sox four times this year and what happened and all of this. And again, I don't mean to, to, to you know, stargaze in this moment, but... That, that shows so much. And now it's about doing it. You know, you beat the bad teams by taking care of the little things. They almost lost tonight because of a defensive double clutch by Adam Duvall in right field tonight. Um, you know, the errors that we've seen all year long. Again, I don't need to relive this and, and beat this to a pulp, but you know. That's been, that's been part of it uh, over the course of the last, you know, number, number of, of months. And so uh, tonight, though, it is good. And, and, and you know, this is... I look at tonight and, and as this is step one. Like this is what needs to happen between uh, now and the course of the next ten days. You need to be looking up at the end of these ten days, and this is not how you play. This is strictly playoffs. This is you don't you know you play however you play, but you have to win the games tonight. And the Red Sox did that against the Royals tonight, thanks to Pablo Reyes. Okay, uh, time for me to get out of here. If we didn't get to you, tweet at me at Cooper K Boardman on Twitter at Cooper K Boardman. Gigantic thanks to the man Joe Braverman staying up late as always back in our flagship studios. Big thanks to uh, all those out there as well. Cooper Boardman saying so long tonight. Red Sox win. This has been Red Sox Review right here on WEEI. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.